The following is a production of WEGL 91.1 FM. That ball is gone. It's a walk-off home run for Stephen Williams. WEGL Sports. The Tigers are headed to the College World Series. Where every touchdown of Game. They're not gonna keep him off the field tonight. Holy cow! Lives. And welcome inside the extra point here on WEGL 911 and WEGLFM.com. Hello, everybody. It is your always beautiful, gracious, talented, award winning, stunning host, Jared Dillon. And joining me from wherever they may be is Alex Houston and Davis Carroll. Alex, we'll start with you first. It's Monday morning after the bye week for Auburn, it's getting to the middle of November. So that means crunch time is here. How are you faring right now? You know, I'm doing pretty good. Auburn managed to beat the bye week this week. That was pretty exciting. I was a little concerned going in, but we, we did okay. And, you know, I mean, glad to be back on the show in a regular groove now, Mondays and Wednesdays, uh, at least for the foreseeable future. But, you know, all, all the seasons that we're going on right now, NFL and college are really starting to heat up. A lot of uh, big-time games coming up and teams that, and you know, down to the wire with – a lot of competitive races right now, so it'll be very exciting next few weeks. Davis, you're standing still at the statue. What's going on with you? I was just, I don't know. My mom was just thinking. I can't remember what I was thinking about, but I was thinking. <laughs> All right. That's really it. Okay. Thumbs up, Davis, on the next one. But how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing okay. Just a little tired, but I'm feeling good. My melatonin did not work last night, so I was just kind of laying there. I don't understand. Like, what? if you're what? always so tired, how do you just not go to sleep? How do you need something to go to sleep? I don't know, Alex. It's 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 not that simple, bro. It yeah, it's not. Simple for me, I just shut my eyes and eventually I'm out of here. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, eventually it's for, like, an hour or two for me if I just lay there with my eyes closed. I'm going to start counting sheep, bro. Well, numbers that are doesn't hard. work, bro. That works and for me. they're scary. Bro, but- sheep are not scary. That's that's not what I said. Okay, I was about to say. I said numbers are scary. I thought you said sheep are scary. They might be depending on you know. Well, what's the word for being afraid of sheep? I assume there's a cool word that goes with it. I'll find out. Go look it up. Goats okay. are scary. I'll tell you that. But I mean, all I'm saying is if a, if a thousand sheep are running straight at you, I'd be kind of scared. Ovenophobia. Ooh, cool. It sounds like a. A venophobia, that first part sounded like a, a lotion brand, so I'm kind of on board with you it. Like a Veda or whatever? I don't know. Okay, but like, I don't use, I don't use a, that many scary. lotion brands. Look at that. That's scary. Okay, but if I'm I already... That, I might be a venophobic. Look, but I don't I don't live in the country. Oh, I do live in the country, but that, that, not that kind of country. Jared, you talk about tilling to your garden. Or your farm. Look, the, the, the garden's not existent anymore, okay? It's too cold. It's too cold out there. Alex, do you not know about it freezes over, bro. The crops, the crops, the crops are okay, but it's all about the chickens now. Alex, it's called seasons. You gotta, 
Whoa, you can see Alex's reflection like a million times. All right, well, you need help. So on today's show, uh, we're going to be talking about college football, going over to the NFL, detailing Sunday Night Football, and more as things are getting, uh, things are picking up a little bit, especially on the NBA front and on the college basketball front as we got Auburn basketball schedule. Uh, we know that they they have a tip-off game uh, in, where does the Gonzaga and St. John's game take place? Fort Myers. Fort Myers? Fort Myers? Yeah. They tip off on Thanksgiving Day, 3 o'clock. Which is, I don't know how I feel about that, because that can set up to be a really good weekend or a really bad weekend. I mean, their first game is against St. Joe's, and they should win that game. So, I mean, and Gonzaga is, you know, one of the best college basketball programs in the last 20 years. So, I don't know what you mean by, like, if they, like, if they lose to Gonzaga, it's not like, you know, end of the world. Yeah, but Thanksgiving week and weekend – I mean, there's a lot of things riding on that weekend for many Auburn teams. You mean Gonzaga beats Auburn and then Auburn goes to Bryant-Denny and loses by like 30. And the Cowboys, but we don't talk about that. Yeah, well, they're playing Washington, so they're probably going to win. But I don't know, man. It depends. If, If Garrett Gilbert does his thing then Washington stands no chance. We'll get to Washington after they add it to their quarterback graveyard, but we'll wait until we get to the NFL part for that. Let's stick with college football for right now, and let's talk about about the the new AP Top 25. There's obviously a movement after Clemson's loss to Notre Dame, which, you know, I, I would say not many people saw coming, but at least from our perspective... Most of us pick Notre Dame. Uh, I never usually give out the, the breakdown of the, the pick them, but I believe most of us pick Notre Dame. Only a couple pick Clemson. Alabama's the new number number one. Notre Dame's number two. And Ohio State is number three. Clemson, number four. So those are your top four. The playoffs ended right now. You got a pretty good matchups, I would say. And then you have A&M, Florida, Cincinnati, BYU, Miami, and talk to your kids about Top 10 Indiana, because there they are at number 10. What should I tell them, Jared, to tell break them, the news? Tell them 2020 has delivered a lot of bad things, but of the few good things they came out of, top 10 Indiana football was one of them. That's true. And also tell them that COVID robbed us of a packed stadium when they beat Michigan, which would have been one of the craziest environments we've seen in the last 10 years, because... They have beaten Michigan in 24 years up until this past weekend, and that would have been – and, again, Indiana doesn't exactly have a large stadium of their own. You know, it's only about 60,000 people, but it would have been quite a spectacle to see that team pull these last couple upsets against Penn State. Well, Penn State may not have even been an upset, but that's a debate for another day maybe. So take a look at this because this is an interesting 11 through 20, and it goes yeah. in this order. Oregon, Georgia, who obviously fell way back after taking a, a big loss to Florida, pretty much ending their SEC championship hopes if you know things go correctly. Wisconsin, who still is, they should play this weekend, but we're not entirely sure, but they should be good to go. Oklahoma State, and then Coastal Carolina at 15, Marshall at 16, everybody's favorite, Iowa State at 17, Oklahoma back from the grave at 18, SMU 
Death Penalty Mustangs at 19, and USC, everybody's favorite to hate, at 20. But don't look too far because at 21 is Texas because apparently they are back. Nope. If you want to know, Auburn's at 24. They have not. They did not move, so good thing for Auburn. And Louisiana Lafayette is number 25. The Rage of Cages are back in the poll. Good for them. Good for them. So, Which they only lost. Who did they lose? Is their only lost to Coast Carolina? Uh, if, if that's who they lost to, they should be, yeah. I thought it was the team that they lost to because, you know, they – Yeah, well, okay, it was a three-point loss to Coast Carolina. But then yep. they've been pretty that's their only loss. Uh, so, Auburn obviously will be going on the road to Mississippi State this week. Uh, I feel a lot better about the game right now. Usually I'm like, eh, I don't know how I feel about that game. But right now I'm feeling pretty good considering that Mississippi State almost screwed around and allowed Vanderbilt to get back to the game. Granted, yeah. Auburn probably would have did the same thing. Don't get me wrong because that's what Auburn does these days. But it, it does give me a lot of hope that Mississippi State is eating itself alive after what Mike Leach said in a post-game press conference um, that – didn't sit well with fans. I don't, I don't know if you guys heard what he said. I didn't hear what he said. So. Pretty much, in a nutshell, and I'm paraphrasing, this is not an exact quote, but pretty much, uh, they can find a new team if they don't like what's going on. I mean, that that has always been the Mike Leach approach of, you know... It's his approach. And I'm not, I'm not going to knock him down for it, but know that... You know, just like when when Rome fell and Mississippi State is nowhere near Rome, maybe the bath, maybe like the the outhouse of Rome. But when Rome fell, they took no prisoners when the peasants stormed the the castle. Okay, so just know if uh, in Mississippi State, if if they if they storm the castle, they will spare no prisoner, and they're gonna remember what you said. Just keep that in mind. I mean, Mike Leach didn't exactly inherit a great situation when he arrived at Mississippi State, but like Joe Moore had his two seasons, eight and five, and then six and seven. He lost two bowl games, but you know, look, it it is a lot worse than it, they probably should be, and I think part of it, the blame needs to rest on Mike Leach because Mike Leach is like a lot of coaches where no matter what, they're stubborn in believing their own philosophy. Like they're like, okay, I know what's best. Even though, you know, coaches need to admit sometimes they don't. The like, issue... I don't I don't care that Mississippi State's two and four. I mean, they were they gonna be good this year, especially playing a SEC only schedule? No. Yeah. Five and five would have been good for them. Uh but to keep that in mind, it's how they played. This is a team we're talking about that scored two points in a the game. They did they that. Did two points in the game, didn't they? they did that. That that actually happened for Mississippi State. This is after they put up 40-plus points on the defending national champions, which, yes, we now know LSU kind of bad this year. one of the worst teams in the league. In yeah. The NCAA. LSU, kind of bad. But it still doesn't help that you went, what, on the road to Baton Rouge, put up 40-plus on LSU, which no matter how you look at it, they got five stars over there. I mean, they may not be playing good, but it's still five-star athletes balling out each and every week. Something that Mississippi State doesn't have. And it's crazy that they were able to do that over there in Baton Rouge. However, they get to... I can't remember who they lost to when they scored two points. I'm trying to pull up the schedule right now. Kentucky. But then 
you go on the road to Kentucky and you score two points. Yeah, it's a mess. We're not going to talk about Alabama getting absolutely blanked by them, but you scored two points against Kentucky. You mean them getting blanked by Alabama? Is that what I said? I thought you said Alabama getting blanked by them, and I was like, uh... And you're you're 14 and a half underdog to Auburn. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty ugly. I mean, this is a... This is a Mississippi State team that is probably not going to win a game this another game this season. But that's that's neither here nor there. I mean, at least they're not Vanderbilt, who actually may not win another game this season. They got they got Tennessee, but I don't know how that's going to be looking for uh, for Vanderbilt. So sorry guys, anchor down. But looks like it's a winless season for Mason and crew. I mean- I think it's important for everybody to remember when evaluating this that Mike Leach reached 10-plus wins only twice in his entire coaching career before coming to Mississippi State. And, I mean, he was ran out of town at Texas Tech for being, you know, a bit of a hothead and also not treating his players entirely fairly, as we recall. And, again, you know, he goes to, like, his last season in Washington State, they went six and seven and lost in the Cheez It Bowl. Don't bring up the Cheez It Bowl. That's bad memories. Like, he didn't leave at the top of his game at eleven and two the year as he was the year before. You know, he didn't leave after that crazy game day in Pullman where they managed to beat Oregon. He left after they went six and seven and were very bad. So I think that's something that's important to remember when evaluating this because he is a good coach, but. He also is an inconsistent coach, and for every great season he has, he has some moments where you're, like, you know, scratching your head wondering what he's doing, and this is more of that, so. Well, yeah. let's talk Let's talk quickly about the rest of college football uh, before we go into the Mike Leach uh, rabbit hole that's going to end with somebody dressing up as a pirate. Uh, there wasn't really much heading up into the weekend, the only big game I would say was Miami-NC State, where NC State did their famous magic trick of we're going to win, and then, huh, nothing. As Miami got the big win, 44-41 to over NC State. There was the BYU versus Boise State game, but that became a dud early as BYU uh, really took the magic of the blue field and then reversed uno it on Boise State. BYU is a legit team, and they're probably going to finish the season undefeated and make a big bowl game. So that that's kind of the, the, the current breakdown between uh, BYU and the rest of the group of five. It's BYU and Cincinnati. You know, I hate it for Liberty and Coastal Carolina because they're good teams. Uh, but it just seems like the season's a little bit too short, and there needs to be a little bit more chaos for them to sneak up in there. Yeah. And for the most part, I feel as though this season's been relatively tame. Am I correct in saying that? Like, it doesn't seem as crazy as it used to be. Maybe that's because everybody started later, right? So they're just now getting into it. Well, but, Jared, I would say part of it is the craziness of the past is from, you know, out-of-conference stuff as well. That's fair. That's you fair. know, you, you you had that Michigan Oregon game. I remember season opener like five years ago. That was a crazy game in itself, one of the more hyped up games that I can remember. 
I think that was the year that Oregon went to the national championship game. You know, you've got Auburn playing some team at the beginning of the season, right? You've got Alabama playing. And, you know, you don't get upsets there often, but you get something from somewhere, right? And it's a lot less of that. And, again, the season is kind of in flux. Teams are just missing players. It's – but it is – I mean, it is chaotic. you got BYU, Cincinnati, Liberty, and Coastal Carolina all in the top 25 and all undefeated. That's fair. That's fair. I just – I don't know. And three of those teams are probably going to finish the year undefeated. There was Florida-Georgia, which was an exciting game. We saw some exciting moments. We saw a nasty hit. Hopefully Pitts is okay. That was uh, crazy. I had to call was, my roommate over and be like, you got to see this. This is one of the craziest things I've ever seen. That was a, a dangerous play. Yeah. A&M beat South Carolina 48-3. That's kind of buried in the news. That, look, we're talking about talk to your kids about top 10 Indiana. Talk to your kids about Texas A&M, who may or may not uh, sneak their way into the playoffs without playing the SEC championship, which is which is one thing we always talk about each and every year. There's that one SEC team that, and it's usually Auburn, that can sneak its, like, backflip its way into the playoffs without playing the SEC championship game. And it comes down to, you know, that loss to Alabama may actually help because it came to the number one team. And, you know, you got to have a good loss these days. And you don't got to play a championship game, which is one extra game to just trip up in. I really hope they don't make it. I do. I think it'd be funny. It would be funny. It would be funny to just have them make it just so they can lose to Alabama by 60. But it's Kellen Mond, bro. It's Kellen Mond. No, no do you not believe in Kellen Mond? Kellen Mond was there when Abraham Lincoln gave the Gettysburg address, okay? What? Golly, just, Kellen. Like, he's, it's he's been there for a while. Also, I'm going to be I'm gonna be pulling my hair out when college game day is talking about how Kellen Mond's going to be the difference maker or whatever for the college football playoff when you know he's going. I mean, to be fair. He's been playing good, bro. To be fair, he is the difference maker. If he doesn't play well, Texas A&M has no chance at all. Yeah, he rarely ever does play well. Let's see. Let's see what we did against South Carolina. Which is South, it's, it's South Carolina, so don't so don't put too much into it. Kellamon, sixteen for twenty six, two twenty four, four touchdowns. That sounds pretty good. I I want to look at season stats. I know I'm, I'm really interested in, in a season. You said he's rarely good, so this might be a certified cold take from Alex. It, it very much is a certified cold take, but it's very much as me getting agitated at the fact that people have been waiting for him to be the best quarterback in college football for five years. Well, well yeah, you can be agitated about that, but you can also say Alex. He's a good quarterback. I hate to break it to you, but Kellamon's yeah. having his best year. I know. At A&M. <clears throat> I know. Alex, apologize to him. Completing sixty four percent of his passes, has about fifteen hundred yards. Averaging 8.1 yards per throw, 16 TDs, two interceptions, a quarterback rating of 158. Those are all career highs right now. That sounds like a Heisman. No, 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 no. Calm down, calm down, calm down. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'd say that to mess with Alex. Okay, so I guess I apologize a bit. However, it's important to mention that those games were, in fact, against Vanderbilt. Florida, one of the worst defenses in the SEC. Mississippi State. Hey, put some respect on Florida's South name. Carolina and also Alabama. So, put, put some respect on Florida's name. I won't. They have one of the worst defenses in the SEC. That's not. I feel like that's not true. That, that is. I feel like that's not true at all. Based Florida on, having one of the worst defenses in the SEC. I mean, 
if one okay, what what is one of the worst? Is it in the bottom seven? Is it in the bottom half? Because Wait, you're the one that said it. You determine. I mean, okay, so I'll I think we, all, we we also forgot because it was so long ago. Because it was literally a month ago today. Aiden beat Florida, so that's kind of yep. cool. I kind of forgot about that part. Which is making this whole thing about Florida beating Georgia even weirder, honestly. But, I mean, I would say Florida's in the bottom half of the SEC in defense, easily. Well, they, they have a stat for that. It's called total defense, and you can look it up. Well, I mean... Look it up. I'm just going to have another certified cold take, or is he going to be certified hot I mean, take? I don't know. I've been, I've been having some cold takes lately, so it's a possibility. I mean, considering... You just got to get good, bro. Me and Jared never have cold takes. But the the last... Yeah, that's true. Name a cold take that I've had. No, no, I can't remember. Name one I've had. Exactly. Well, Wait, Dave, uh, Jared, haven't you, didn't, you, didn't you pick Pitt in the, uh, in the extra point pregame show, and then they lost to... Notre Dame by like fifty or whatever. Yes, but that's then not a cold I, take. That's just a pick. But then I won the overall pick them. So yeah. by Jesus a point man. on a tiebreaker against tie against Wait. who? You. Me. The question is: Does a pick count as a, a take, or is that just a pick? I think it's just a pick. It depends how you look at it. I say it's just a pick. If I said like so and so is this and this, that's a take. Like Alex just said, Kellamon's a bum. But Joe Burrow's a Heisman quarterback. That was a good take. That was a good take at the end of the day. That was back in August, I said. All right, let's see. Um, Okay, great. ESPN stats are only offensive stats for Florida. This is – thank you, ESPN. There's a defense stat somewhere. Scroll around somewhere. SEC stats, like SEC stats. While he's looking for that, the last four games for A&M, Tennessee, Ole Miss, LSU, and then Auburn. Uh-oh, it might win out. It, it looks like A&M is going to sweep the board. It, they're they're going to run this thing. And Auburn's the only thing standing between you and a college football playoff A&M team. Should, should Auburn throw the game so Kellen Mond can be in the playoffs and make Alex mad? Honestly, if Auburn loses that game, I'm not even that mad because I either. A, a, a college football playoff A&M team is like kind of funny to me. It's like it's like once in a blue moon, bro. You gotta you gotta be able to see that in your lifetime. It's like, what what would be the comparison of A and M making the right. playoffs? What? What's the number? What? Uh, you said you were right. What's the number? Oh, uh, Florida gives up four hundred and two yards per game. That does put them in the back half of the SEC. Okay, but what? What? what there's fourteen teams, Alex. Which one? Correct. What? There four. There's fourteen teams in SEC. Where are they at? Yeah. Um, they are, if I'm reading this all correctly. Probably something like 8th or something like that. Just 400 yards. They're ninth. Okay, I was close. Who's last? Is it Vanderbilt? Uh, last is Old Miss with 533. I should have knew that, actually. 12th is Vanderbilt. 11th, South Carolina. 10th, Tennessee. Where's all now? It is, it is important to realize that those stats are also bolstered by the fact that Florida has played Vanderbilt, the worst offense in the SEC, so that helps them numbers-wise. But again, I mean, they open this – I mean, they have given up a lot of points through every game this year except that one. Well, I want to look up defensive efficiency. That's a better stat, not total yards. Is yeah, it? look at that stat. Yeah, defensive, defensive efficiency. Yeah, you, someone can get as many yards as you want, but if they don't score, it doesn't matter. I mean – Let's see. Florida also gives up. Oh, only 29 points a game. Not bad. Hey. 
Don't you disrespect Florida's defense. That's uh, that's SEC uh, conference game appearance Florida to you. I don't know, I don't know the best way to put that. Year, we came onto this show and talked about how Kyle Trask is going to win the Heisman, but also Florida has one of the worst defenses in the SEC. You uh, said Okay, that. okay, okay. I didn't say Kyle Trask Heisman. That was Jacob who said that. Okay. I'm, I'm not on board with that. I'm know, not on board I with know. that. I was talking about the second part. I was just talking about what we dealt with in the we, show. We all, Jared, we all know who's going to win the Heisman. It's not It's not going to be a, a contest. Trevor Lawrence. That's, that's, not, that's not crazy. He's going to win. With the COVID? Yeah, he's coming back this week. Yeah. I have a question. Why was he on the field if he was supposed to be oh, 14? I actually have an answer for that. So, well, enlighten um, us. So he, he passed all the tests COVID-wise, but... You know, since there's been links of COVID to cardiovascular problems, he has to pass those tests before he can play football again. Interesting. Fair. That's why. Fair. Of course, everybody was, you know, freaking out, sounding the alarms when nobody actually I, – I was like, okay, this seems odd. I'm going to do a little Google search. And then it, that's what it tells you is that they just don't want it because, you know, that thing was a Georgia State quarterback at the beginning of the season, wasn't that? Who, who, he was who, one that who, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. And since then, they very much – do not want to risk it so everybody has to take those tests but those tests take longer because you know they're a lot more of them and probably you know take a bit longer to get the results so that's why that's he was, fair he was no longer symptomatic but they didn't want to you know risk it that's fair i can respect that which made sense it made sense that makes sense but yeah no trevor lawrence no he'll still easily win right because it's currently right now in vegas the the current betting odds are tied trevor lawrence and Justin Fields. One of them just started playing football a couple weeks ago. The other one's already been playing. He's just been out for the last few games. I think that... I mean, I think Trevor Lawrence, Heisman hopes are going to depend on the ACC championship game, which makes sense. But... Which, he'll, which he'll play in, and that's when... <laughs> I hate to break it to you, Notre Dame's going to play Clemson again, and... Ooh, well, I don't know who's going to win that one. I I, mean, uh, I I feel like we know about beating a team in the regular season and meeting them again in the championship game, and it doesn't really end well for that team. That's true. That's true. I think... To be fair to Notre Dame, to be fair to Notre Dame, even though they... You know, the, the, the people will say, oh, Notre Dame, they played a backup quarterback. He didn't play he like, like a... a he, he didn't play like a backup. Isn't he like a five-star himself? He's a five-star. Yeah. And the dude balled out. I will not attempt his last name because I know I will butcher it. Ukulele. Did you say the instrument? No, that's ukulele. What, you, what did you say? I, I didn't hear a difference. Ukulele. I don't know. That's how, that's how it's spelled. I figure that's kind of how it's pronounced. I know it's U and then Lele at the end. I'm going to call him Lele. So, Lele, I mean, he played well, right? And, I mean, he, well, he threw three touchdowns. His efficiency was through the roof. He played like an all-star. And so Clemson, we know one thing about Clemson. They're set up for the future because he's he is it. But yeah. when Lawrence comes back, I don't know if that's an X-factor difference. Like, if Trevor Lawrence played this past weekend, does Clemson win? Well, I mean, those were Trevor. that was a Trevor Lawrence-like performance, I feel like. Sure, there were a couple of mistakes here and there, but... I don't know. If, I don't know if that changes the game any. I think it's important to mention. You know, we're like, okay, if Trevor Lawrence plays, how does that change? I mean, 
make no mistake about it. Notre Dame didn't even play their best game. I mean, there were mistake after mistake after dumb mistake. It seemed like from the Ian book fumble at the two yard line to the, every time they got in the red zone, they got to kick a field goal because somebody's dropping a pass in the end zone. I mean, Notre Dame itself didn't even play their best game of the season. And they did not. They still were able to win. I got Davis, it. How do you say it? We on Galele. Ah. All right. So Lele, good. All right. So yeah, but Lele played a great game and hats off to him because the future is bright and I'm, and the co- the coolest thing about him is his dad because his dad is the hypest man that I know. Yo, I saw that. He knows Rihanna. <laughs> Who else does he know? Chris Brown. That's an interesting combination. We won't talk about that. He saw them both at a zoo and he took a picture with someone on an alligator. Who what? was that? Somebody on an alligator? Yeah. Steve, they were, they Steve were like Irwin? Show- no, no. They were like showing <laughs> it and it was like people he knows and he was like he took a picture with some celebrity on like a big fake alligator at a zoo look all i know is that his dad like he blocked his dad on social media which i think is pretty funny because his dad was just like always sharing videos of of his son and he just got tired of it he was like dad you're embarrassing me on social media in front of my friends i need to block you and that was it but hypest dad award goes to his goes to his father his dad's Uh, a bodyguard hey Maybe that's why he knows everybody. Maybe he needs to get back to the game so when his son goes to the NFL, he can block for him. His name's Big Dave. Big Dave? Oh, no. That's that's going to be hype. Big Dave. Oh, boy. All right, some other games from this past weekend. Indiana making Jim Harbaugh look like a – wait, is it Jim or John? Harbaugh look like an idiot. Yeah. For some reason, I always get the Harbaugh's mixed up, and I don't know why. But yeah, Jim Harbaugh. John's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's one way of knowing it. Jim looks like a complete fool at Michigan right now. They fell out of the top twenty-five, and they lost to Indiana thirty-eight to twenty-one. Texas. Worse. Texas, they escaped West Virginia seventeen to thirteen. So Texas for right now, they're back. No, they're not. Uh, let's see what's some other games that happen. Penn State. Okay. So certified Penn State's buns. That's a, that's a thing now. Yeah, they're no. bad. They're they are zero three. I don't know if anybody noticed. I saw someone point out that if James Franklin couldn't go undefeated with Saquon Barkley and Trace McSorley, why does anybody expect him to be a good coach with the team he has now? And I'm like, that's a good point. Like Trace McSorley is a dog. What? Trace McSorley is a dog. He was very good at Penn State. Like that year they made the Rose Bowl, they still were like nine they were like ten and two because of two stupid regular season losses that they shouldn't have had. Is he gonna replace Lamar Jackson? Uh oh. Wait, I, I, I wanna show you what uh Maryland did uh during the game. This is for all the T V folk, but if you go to their Twitter account, you know what I'm talking about. They had a key race alert. <laughs> it was John it's King. John King It's John oh King playing at Pennsylvania and the Maryland flag just over it. Yo, he's been up. He's been up for like twenty four straight hours or hey, something. He needs some Gatorade. Yeah, they need to give John uh, John King an IV or something. He, he went on a lunch break one time, so there's that. Okay, that's good. Hey, that overtime hours would be pretty good. Also, <laughs> um, how the heck did Northwestern beat Maryland like forty three to three? Because Northwestern's really good, bro. They scored more points. I... You asked. Dave, That's you know true. exactly what I mean. 
That's I mean, true. The In the history of football, no team's ever lost a game when they scored more points. Okay, Troy Eggman. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying. Alex, That's you should true. watch that video of Tari and Prince telling people how to get rebounds. I remember that one. He's like, well, you have to go up and uh, and grab it. and they, they Yeah, just they got more balls off the rim than we did. He goes, oh, okay. But here's one thing to keep in mind from this past weekend. Stetson Bennett's awful. Yes. I've been saying it. I've but, been saying it. But he beat Auburn. So what What do we have to say about that? Okay. A lot of quarterbacks have beat Auburn. They're not being, being very good. Garrett Garantano beat Auburn. Yeah. What did that say about Auburn? Mac wow. Jones has not beat Auburn. Ah. That's true. Come get that smoke back, Jones. We'll see you on Thanksgiving. What's up? Uh, but there was 10 canceled or postponed games this weekend. 10. And it doesn't look like it's getting any better next weekend. One of the things that's one of, one of the things that's kind of in the in the backbone of college football right now, or in in the background, is that COVID cases are going up rapidly. And I have to assume that Notre Dame, after they rush the field during a pandemic, uh, that team is definitely being tested twenty four seven, and they are currently in quarantine. Yeah, you know, self imposed. Brian Kelly was like, he told he said in the press conference, he told his team to immediately run for the tunnel because he said, when we win, the students will storm the field, which that was like the plan from the get-go because that's what they did when they beat Florida State in 1988. So it made sense. But, yeah, it's bad. Super spreader event in Notre Dame. Name a better combo. But uh, Notre Dame has a weird thing going on where what their chancellor or president was – Chancellor? Like Palpatine, <laughs> universities have chancellors. Okay, that's not a that's not I an thought out they, there I thought thing. it was deans. I didn't know there was chancellors too. Is there an emperor above him? Look, maybe. Uh, so for Notre Dame, uh, he got COVID. It, like for it started out with like, oh, strict COVID regulations. Make sure you report people breaking protocol. And then he got COVID, and then the students jumped on him, and he was like, "Hey, bro, hey, bro, I didn't mean it like that." And then now they rush the field, and now the Notre Dame University student, Notre Dame University, that's weird that I said that. The Notre Dame students got an email yesterday about how they weren't supposed to rush the field and how the, 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 the school is disappointed in them. There's a whole thing going on at Notre Dame right now. Okay, so I have a question. So I get them all being on the field at once, like face-to-face is a super spreader event, I guess you could say. But wouldn't stand in the stands also kind of be the same thing anyway? Like well, side by I'm... side, because I mean they weren't distancing. Here's the here's the thing, Davis. Here's the thing. Them in the stands makes sp- the university money. Spreading or yeah, spreading around the virus makes the university money. So them Notre on Dame... the them on the field with the players possibly giving them the virus is costing the university money. Uh... There's your difference. Notre Dame has a monopoly on coronavirus. They can only spread it when it's making them money. So I, I mean I hate to say it, but if you're in, if you're in the stands and you and you get COVID, guess what? Screw you, we got our money. But if you're on the True, field, yeah. if you're on the field, if you give one of our players money after we're now number two in the nation, we're trying to win a national championship. Screw you, we're about to kick you out of school, and we still got the money because you didn't get that tuition back. If you want the honest, yeah. if you, if you want the honest to God truth, there it is. Chancellor Notre Dame, Chancellor Palpatine. Name. I don't, know, 
uh, Chancellor Dame. I, I don't I don't know any uh I don't know any Star Wars references, so I'm just gonna assume oh, you, that Jared Palpatine. I'm gonna just assume that Palpatine is the Chancellor in Notre Dame. Palpatine is the Chancellor first, and then he has a plot to become Emperor, and he does. Well, thanks for ruining it for me. I was gonna watch it eventually. It's wow. His name. Wow, Davis. Wow, sorry that he's never heard of Emperor Palpatine before. Hey. The originals came out for the prequels anyway. Uh, Notre Dame does have a chancellor. Cool. I guess. Does have a chancellor? No. I guess. Mm. I typed in Notre Dame chancellor, and the president came up. So I think he's also... Because remember, this, this is the Catholic school, so things... Or different. It's a little bit different. But we didn't have a chancellor at McGill. We had a principal, Jared. Okay, that's a high school. That's just different. <laughs> and isn't isn't McGill also public? No, we're private. Isn't McGill private? Mm-hmm. I just assumed it was public. You can't have you can't have religious schools be public, I thought. Oh look, we're in the south, okay? Things kinda change down here. Mm-hmm. Ain't supposed to be messing around your sister either, but they still do it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? Say that just the way you said that. It's true. I not believe you just said that. Oh, we've said a lot worse things than this show before. Alex, talking about you. Flashback, flashback to the civil rights comment from March. What? What? You don't, you don't remember that? I made the joke, so it's okay because I can make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh my god. We, we were talking about. I have the clip on my computer actually, but I'm I'm too lazy to pull it up for you right now. But it's pretty much, it's when COVID hit, and we were talking about how uh, Alabama putting in protocols for, like, mask mandates and stuff like that, social distancing and, and everything like that. And we were like, oh, yeah, you know, Alabama, I, I don't know who said it, but, like, you know, Alabama, they'll probably pretty, be pretty quick about it. And then I made the comment that it took Alabama seven years to remember oh, the Civil yeah. Rights Act. I remember that. So they, they're not going to be that quick about it. And there you go. There's some history for you. And Alabama wasn't quick, Jared. So that was a hot take. So I mean, I mean, they they tried the people that listen. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of the story now. For mo- most of the southern states, yeah. So I mean, me and Davis were at, were at Jack's place when we saw the the party that was about ten feet away from us. That's a su- that oh, was yeah. a super spreader event. That might have just been a yeah. That was a super spreader event. That was that was a lot of people. We had we had to stay away from that. Yeah, back to college football. <laughs> I don't know where we went with that. Back to, back to college football. Thank God. A- see, Alex, is this the way Alex, you, you need to show up? What? Yeah. You're the cloud, and I'm the old man from. Mm. No, I'm not. I just like talking about sports. There's more to life than sports, Alex. There is. But just so you yeah. know, this week in college football, there is no rank versus rank matchups. Ooh. So, you know, I talked about they, there has not been a lot of craziness. Maybe this week is the week. Maybe. I'm going to look at... I mean, throws for 700 yards and beats Auburn. Look at this. Georgia's on the road. A&M's on the road. Auburn's on the road. Alabama's on the road. Miami, Indiana, Coastal Carolina, Notre Dame, Ohio State, USC, Oregon, SMU, Wisconsin, Northwestern. Are all on the road. I'm just saying. Chaos. Th- things can get crazy. It is November. So. You know what's crazy to me is like, 
there's been some bad games in the past, but this may be the most lopsided LSU Bama game in recent memory this year. What's the current spread right now? Is it in the twenties? It should be. I mean, LSU's so bad. Hold up, I got be. it. Twenty-four and a half. Woo! My goodness. Twenty-four and a half. Lord have mercy, that's insane. Alabama, Alabama may actually kill LSU. That may actually be a thing. They may. I mean, I mean, look. All I'm saying is they could win fifty-nine to nothing. I wouldn't be that surprised. Legitimately. Honestly, if anybody picks LSU and pick them and they get it right for whatever crazy reason that happens, I will give them five extra games. Like, uh oh, I I do it. Pick LSU and risk it. Hey, you risk it, man. It's... What do we get? If, what What happens if we get number one and pick them? Nothing. Oh, I'm going for the triple crown after I won the MLB gauntlet. But I have to keep my lead and pick them standings, which evaporated overnight. And we somehow have to catch up to Bay, who has a six-game lead on Davis, who's second place. And I don't know. Bay, I think Bay's from the future because he can pick games really well in the NFL. I don't know how he does it. He's 90 and 39. That's good. Wait, what am I? Yeah. 80, on 84? And... 80, 84 and 45. That's not bad. Me and, Al, me and Alex are 83 and 46. I need to catch up to Bay somehow. I don't think anybody's going to. I mean... I will. I will no, go perfect the, this week. The only movement I really... I will go perfect. The only movement... Nobody's ever gone perfect in extra point history well, in NFL I'm about to. There's a first time for everything, Jerry. Three people went perfect in college football pick'em before. Only three. In the five-year history. But nobody's ever gotten NFL correctly. If right. I picked Florida, I could have done that. Dang it. Well, you, you've already done it once. Oh, yeah. Oops. Yeah. Me twice. And he's Bay still in the you. second. He's yeah, taught... Davis, because I've been, you know, never mind. No, because, uh, why not? Davis, I, Davis, I hate to break it to you. Hold up. He's tied for first with me and you now. Oh! Tied no. for first. Je- Alex, we're all tied for first, so you don't have any lead on me, brother. Yeah, but you also just said I was in second behind you. Us three are tied for first. Jacob and Bay are tied in second one game behind. There is a five-way just log jam at the top. We're looking like the reverse NFC East right now. Ooh. So. Man, yeah. Rick to Jacob in the NFL pick him, though. Yeah, Jacob's not doing I mean, he is 15 games behind Bay. Yeah, we should probably. Jacob's not allowed to talk NFL anymore. Uh, And he, he blew the lead in the, in the gauntlet pick him. So. He went from first to what? Fifth in the gauntlet pick him? I mean, you, yours truly won because obviously Who's those prop bets, man. Those prop bets freaking sent you. Yeah, it's true. That's 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 the high risk, high reward of prop bets. You guys just gotta know your baseball like me, you know. Obviously, Here, this I, is my this is our first year being fans. You gotta give us a. Obviously, bit. I'm a baseball guru. Okay, I played baseball for one year when I was 12, and then since then, I rarely watch baseball. I got the Rays and the Marlins mixed up, but apparently that's enough to be an expert. Who, Who doesn't get the Rays and the Marlins mixed up every once in a while? Uh, is there anything else about culture that we need to discuss? I don't um, think so. I just want to have. I also ask one brief question, then we can dip from this subject. Is Kirby Smart? Uh, I don't know what the right word is to describe it, but. Because I'm not going to say he's one of the worst. He's not a really awful coach, but I feel like the way he's handled Georgia's quarterback situation is so terrible. And I just, 
Like, he has Justin Fields, and he's like, nope, Jake Fromm is the answer. And now he says JT Daniels has not played enough, which is why he won't play him. But I'm like, huh? Because that didn't make any sense. Well, let's be honest. Georgia has fumbled the bag. Yeah. Uh, their quarterback situation is not great. And, I mean, they are – I don't want to say they're Auburn because, yeah. But, I mean, they're they are literally one piece away. <laughs> they're literally one piece away <laughs> – from what did you text Jared? You don't want to know. <laughs> they they are they are one piece away. I want to know what was it? No, no, you don't. They are one piece away. Just text it to me, man. No, no, no. Ew. They are they are one piece away from from being a, a national champion, right? Contender, and it's the biggest piece, and they just have not figured it out. And they had qu- good quarterback Jake Fromm, you know, great quarterback. You know, I'm not going to take anything away from him. Justin Fields, great quarterback. We obviously see that right now. The quarterback situation right now ain't great. They got to figure out something quick. Yeah, Jordan's hyping up their locker room to be, like, full of Heismans. I saw, like, Barstool Auburn tweet that. Like, they were like, yeah, we have the best quarterback room, and now they're complaining that they don't have any quarterbacks because they all suck. So, I mean, it really – like, it's just been handled so badly. Yeah, and like Fields was clearly the answer the first time, and now JT Daniels just isn't playing for no reason. I don't get it. I mean, join, no join the party. Nobody else gets it either. Were y'all watching it when they were like, "Oh, Dwayne Mathis is warming up," and then he threw it and it hit like some uh, yes, yes, square in the face, and I was like, "Oh my god!" That was a sign of things to come for Georgia. We knew that. We knew that. Yeah, but anyway, that's. I just want to talk about that for a second, but is there any other question that people want to throw out hypothetically in college football? I'm good. Davis, what did you text Jared? You don't want to know. Don't worry about it, bro. Golly. Uh, but that does that for college football. It's a private we, correspondence. We'll, we'll we'll revisit on Wednesday when uh, we break down the weekend's games, especially Auburn Mississippi State, and make our picks. And hopefully uh, things will go a lot smoother there for college football. On to the, well, first, let's look at some some top headlines for today. Trying to see anything. Oh, let's go ahead and get this out of the way. Uh, Chase Elliott is your NASCAR Cup Series champion. Woo! Yeah. All right. First time I've ever heard that name before. I actually right. have. I mean, I, I know about him, but... I mean, I know of him, you know, like I've I know, heard... I know, I know of him. I know Earnhardt and Earnhardt Jr. Hey, do it for Dale and Bubba Wallace. Wow, that's, that's all I know. That's kind of disappointing, honestly. Alex, I just don't like NASCAR. I mean, yeah, but never mind. So here's a couple of things. Uh, Red Sox hired Alex Cora, Ooh. right? So that that that's a thing. Can't wait for the Red Sox to get booed this next uh, next season. Yep. Uh, there's going to be no punishment for Justin Turner as he apologized. We're in the NFL. Oh, wait, you're doing other sports stuff, my bad. Yeah, no, I'm doing Major League Baseball right now. Okay, sorry. Uh, the Yanks are moving their affiliates from Trenton and Stanton Island. They're moving their minor league affiliates out of Staten Island in Trenton, New Jersey. And in 2021, as part of our organization, uh, 
as a reorganization that is affecting teams across the majors. I do know that Major League Baseball did tell teams, hey, we need to shape it up minor league. So a lot of teams a lot of teams are getting moved around or getting axed, which is kind of sad, but I do know they're doing that. But Double A Trenton will move to Somerset County, New Jersey. Uh Triple A Scranton uh will remain the uh, New York's top affiliate. Uh there's a, okay, I don't understand what's going on here. The Tampa Bay affiliate that's been high A Florida State League will shift to low A. Baseball minor league is confusing. I need a map. But Montgomery Biscuits, am I right? Go Biscuits. Oh my gosh. Uh, And also, finally, the Nats will invite President-elect Biden to toss the first pitch to I, what I believe is going to be the opening game of the season. I don't know. That's that's your MLB news. Are they doing a normal start for the season? No, we know what baseball is doing. They're going to argue about it for three months and then do whatever they're going to do. That's true. Manfred's going to say one thing, do another, and then be like, ah, yeah, yeah. It's a... And he's going to be like, you know what? Um, After he's getting a punishment, he's going to randomly suspend another team, something like that. Call the trophy, hunk of metal again. I don't know. Uh, do keep in mind, uh, now that we're moving on to NBA top headlines, the NBA draft is soon, November 18th. So, stay tuned for that as we see what's happening. But, uh, there's not much, actually. <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. lie. There's, there's, there's not much. Uh, I mean, LeBron, LeBron's not happy about the quick restart. Yeah, NBA is going to start back on what seems to be December 22nd. Uh, the Pistons are interested in LaMelo. So they're they're trying to move up in the draft. Bad boy bad boy pistons are moving up in the draft, so watch out. And I believe uh the the Nets and the Sixers are fighting to have one of the most organized uh coaching staffs in like basketball. After all these former players are just jumping on these coaching staffs. Who jumped on the Sixers? Uh, let me pull it up real quick. There's been there's been some there's been some movements. There's been some movements. I know about the Nets. They got they got Mike D'Antoni and uh, Amari Stoudemire. I'm sure Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving still gonna are gonna come in there and be player coaches as well for the team. Uh, let's see. Obviously, Maury is over at the Sixers. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought wait he was at the GM right. Uh, he's the president, I guess. Oh, basketball operations. Yeah, he uh, was named team president a uh, a week ago. They extended brand. Uh, yeah. I believe it's it's the Nets, Nets coaching staff. Let me see if I can get this down. He signed some of the worst contracts in league history, and they gave him, they gave him an extension. That's crazy. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can get the Brooklyn Nets coaching staff. Obviously, D'Antoni is over there. Uh, Steve Nash is the head coach. Uh, Amari Stoudemire is over at the Nets on the coaching staff. 
let's see. Uh, I want to get their actual names. Uh, Splitter is there. Tiago Splitter. Tiago Splitter. Oh, interesting. Well, I mean, they got the finals wrapped up then. Look, all, all I'm saying is there's a lot. There's a lot of former players over at the Nets right now. Trying to put together that 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 ragtag team of individuals. It's gonna be like a sandlot, but basketball. Like two K when your player retires, you're just like, hey, it's Dirk. true. Dirk was always my head coach. Well, Dirk was always my assistant coach, and then Carl Carl was always like, I I'm a bounce, and then I Dirk I would always show up. I could hire him. He'd be like, hey, you want to be my coach? And he was a sucky coach, actually. Oh, that's tough. That is tough. I mean, like he wasn't as good as like random A plus guy that nobody ever signed. Yeah, that's fair. You know, uh, now now we talk about now we talk about two K. I, I just want to mention something. I woke up Did before. Did you lose to me? Okay, first of all, you lied to me again like that. You're fired. But second, nothing, Alex. But second, uh, I woke up at four a.m. today, and I, I was playing Madden. I was doing the QB one franchise thing, and. I was drafted by the Dolphins, which sucks, but it's whatever. Ends up, and we started 0-4, and then I called out the defense. I said, "Y'all trash, bro," and they started playing good again. And, and then we we went on a run. We, we finished 10 and 6. We went on a 10-2 run. Got to the playoffs. Met the Ravens in the division in, in the wild card round. So you know what that meant? We won. And then we faced the fifteen and one Chiefs in, in the in the in the divisional round. Oh, and uh on the first play of the game, Chiefs ran for a seventy five yard touchdown. And I was like, Okay, well, this is not gonna end well. We battled back, we battled back, we tied the game up uh we tied the game up at twenty five, weirdly. And then it got tied at thirty two. I, I, I drove down the field, I tied it at thirty two with four minutes to go in the game, I'm like, "Good drive, good drive." You know what happened the next the next play? Next play, 75 yard run for a touchdown again. And then I tried to drive down the field again. I was frustrated. I threw a pick six. Now it's pretty much the end of the season. So can't ever get frustrated in the, in the EA football games, Jerry, because that's when you that's when you make the real mistakes. I did. I felt the I felt the blitz. I threw it, and I, the moment I threw it, I was like, "That's a pick six. You know, the pick six. Oh my! And I lost to the fifteen and one Chiefs. That eventually lost to the 49ers in Super Bowl twenty eight to twenty four. Well, that's accurate. Which sounds familiar. Uh, so I I do want to point out now that this is a great segue into the NFL. It's not great for Davis, so plug your ears. Uh, Christian McCaffrey may miss some more time after he injured his shoulder uh in the game yesterday against the Chiefs. Mike uh, Davis, according to Ian Rappaport of uh wherever he works for these days. Big words there, might Alex. Well, if he does, that points for me. So wait, here's the quotations. Panthers one of my stats for week ten is very much in doubt. Yeah, is the word I, they use. I got the same exact alert. So you hate to see it for CMC, but hey, at least the Panthers tried their hardest. 
That's that's all he that matters. Good. He man. got me thirty-seven points yesterday in fantasy too. They played the, they played their hardest. So let's go they ahead and good. let's go ahead and break down the NFL. Ugh. Well, sadness. Kind of kind of depends on where you want to start. Obviously, there's the Packers 49ers game, which I don't think we need to talk about. Packers won. Yeah, 49ers are hurt. Packers are good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's start from the top. We don't. We don't got to talk about the Colts. That's that's neither here nor there. Huh. Okay, we do got to talk about one thing. Let's talk about that sucky Phillip tackle Rivers? from Philip Rivers. Yeah, we got to talk about Philip Rivers being tackled by the ghost of Christmas past <laughs> and falling down for no apparent reason. But he tried. He tried. Uh, Falcons beating the Broncos. The Falcons are back, boys. I'm just saying. Falcons should be like six. Almost, they almost still blew their lead, so. That that was crazy, actually. The, the, the Falcons are back. They're they're rising from the dead, and don't look now. Yeah, but ever since the, they got rid of Dan Quinn. Yeah, Dan Quinn, count, count, your, count your days, because they were coming for you. He already has counted his days. He's jobless. I'm just saying, it's, it's a meme, okay, from a little bit while ago. If you had uh, to think it's like days since being fired, days since blowing the lead. Uh, the Bills came out and dismantled the Seahawks offensively. Uh, Josh Allen playing the game of his life because of what we learned later, right, about his grandmother. And he went 31 for 38, 415, three touchdowns. Josh Allen played like, we better win the Super Bowl. The Bills are seven and two. Don't blink. My AFC Championship game uh, participants looking pretty good right now. So thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, Titans. They beat the Bears. The Bears. Uh, cool fact about the Bears. Ever since Nick Foles has been starting quarterback, they've not scored more than twenty-two points. Uh oh. So not great. Uh, like, Trubisky was winning, and they still benched him, which was kind of weird. The Chiefs uh, beat the Panthers 33-31. Tough going for Carolina crew. The Vikings. Oh, no. It's a winning streak. Kirk Cousins is feeling it. 34-20 over the Matthew stafford Lions. Hey, Davis. Just a, a quick question. Uh, what was up with that Panthers time management at the end of the game, my guy? I didn't see. Uh, you know, I don't know. You didn't watch the game? No, I did. I just didn't see that part. Oh. Not gonna lie to you, but was... I know about it. I I can't explain it to you. I'm not Matt Rule. I'm not Joe Brady. Teddy was just throwing some checkdowns. Yeah. Hey, Teddy put his body on the line for the Panthers. He did. You see that flip he did? He put his body on the line. It's just... yeah, Alex. He did. Right. He's all in on the Panthers, man. Quarterback okay. of the future. I wasn't question what. Dude, that's like that's like uh, you saying, "Oh, Haskins got well." Hey, he doesn't matter. He's all in. He's willing. He's willing to put his butt. Like, no, that, no, no, no. The difference there is, Haskins is a bum. But, but he's you all know, in. But you know, he's probably going to start this next week because your other two quarterbacks are also bums. He's not starting next week. He's already. Alex been through three interceptions. Kyle Allen has dislocated his ankle. I wouldn't be surprised. So if there was speaking of the next game, I was going to bring up Giants twenty-three to twenty win over Washington. They've added another quarterback to the graveyard. Kyle Allen, my my thoughts are with you. Dwayne Haskins is coming back, boys. Davis, he's not starting next week. Okay. I you thought know you how liked I know him. he's not starting next week because they already announced who the starter is next week. Alex so. Smith. Is it Kyle? Is it Kyle Allen? No. Oh. Kyle Allen broke his uh, 
ankle in the same spot that Alex Smith broke his leg two years ago, nearly the same spot. I Daniel Jones has only won five games in his career. And what do you bring up Daniel Jones for? Oh, okay. I was about to say, yeah. He's 4-0 against y'all. He's 1-17 against everyone else. Daniel Jones Daniel Jones is to Washington what Eli Manning was to Tom Brady. Bro, Daniel Jones is the bane of your existence, bro. Maybe he that's, is better than Dwayne Haskins. That's tough. He's 4-0 against y'all, bro. That's tough. Dwayne Haskins is not undefeated against Imagine, anyone. Imagine your kryptonite being Daniel Jones. <laughs> Davis, technically he is undefeated against some people. Uh, yeah, technically, because he's played like one game. He beat the yeah. Buccaneers. That's the other four that's and zero against win. y'all. Four and zero. They either mean he's really good or y'all are bums. Shocker! Washington is bums, except for like three players. And three of those players want trades, anyways. <laughs> that's also not true, but sure, go ahead. Dave. Brian Tex- Kerrigan wants a trade. Brian Kerrigan does not want to trade, but sure. The Texans beat the Jaguars twenty-seven to twenty-five. And one of the most shocking things that I didn't realize until it happened, they benched Gardner Minshew, I guess? No, he's hurt. He's hurt? Okay, I didn't know what was going on. I was like, who is this Lupton dude, and why should I care about this 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 T-brand quarterback? Yeah. He uh, he ruptured, I think he tore a ligament in his hand and then proceeded to try and hide it, and then they're like, oh, bro, that's not good. Okay, Alex, but you say Ryan Kerrigan requested a trade, like, Last week, and then there was a report that came out specifically that said he did not request a trade. So, all right, I mean, then who, who's lying? Who's lying? Um, I would I say just, the leaked. I don't see any sources saying that's not true. I only see people saying they requested Let's it. See, Davis, one simple Google search. Hmm, me. This is tough. It's tough to say. I'm looking leaking. it up right now, boy. <sighs> the Raiders. The Raiders escaped L.A. with a win. 31 to 26. Herbert is the best quarterback of a team that doesn't know how to win football games. Fair enough. Chargers, man. The poor, innocent little Chargers. I mean, they're. They, like, the, was that another lead that they blew? Or were they, did they, were they never in the lead and they just lost? Well, I mean, technically, it was ruled a touchdown and they took the lead, or they at least tied it, and then it was taken away from them. So, is that considered blowing it? Well, they were up. They were up seventeen to fourteen and a half. That's a small lead, but hey, still. Oh no! They scored a touchdown. They went up thirty-two to thirty-one. They took it back. So is that considered blowing the lead? I don't know. They put the score on the scoreboard. Okay, so they were in the lead. But they, Jared, I was saying they were already in the lead earlier in the game anyway. So it's and three points isn't really a lead. That's, that's, not, that's, that's not blowing the lead if you're only up three points. You know, at half being up by one. Hey, but that's at the end of the game. That's different. Being up three at halftime and being up one with no time on the clock is a lot different. The other one's usually a win. Uh, the Steelers, they got out of Dallas with a 24-19 win. The Steelers, for the first time in their franchise history, are 8-0, which, cool stat, I guess, for the Steelers. You would thought a, a, a team... The rich history of them would have been 8-0 at some point, but apparently they have not been. So, Steelers, 8-0, still the only undefeated team left. In the battle of the mobile quarterbacks, Tua prevailed over Kyler Murray, 34-31. Don't blink. The Dolphins are 5-3 and and second in their division. And finally, Sunday Night Football. Yes, Davis, you can find it. 
don't sleep on the well yeah no there, i found literally no sources saying that he didn't i looked up he didn't request a trade did request a trade and every single source said that he did well i saw ones that said he didn't because and not to mention him requesting a trade doesn't even make much sense at all but i mean if he wants to leave that makes sense right no, because I, I, I mean, I'm sure that he might not have, but there's no, I, I didn't find any sources. No, Jared, did. I'm saying obviously, if he wants to leave, it would make sense to request a trade. That's stupid if I said otherwise. But what I'm saying is, him requesting a trade makes no sense because this offseason, he said he definitely wanted to stay here for the rest of his career. He has stick, stuck around this long anyway. And now he's getting paid a lot of money to play a little bit and still get sacked. He still already has five. It wouldn't be the first time someone said they wanted to stay there for the whole career and then moved on a team. Yeah, but, I mean, he's never been that type of player anyway. So You could say that with some other players that said that as well. Like? LeBron. Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean. Just saying. Different players in two very different situations, but. I mean, fair, but. But there's other players that say, like Giannis might leave. He said he'd never leave. But yeah, again, two again. Giannis to the Mavs. No, he's going to the Heat if he's leaving. Now he's going to the Warriors. I told you. And the Saints dismantled the Buccaneers thirty-eight to three on Sunday Night Football in front of everybody and their parents and their families and in front of the police who did not arrest anybody after that game. But I do want to say that don't sleep on the Dolphins. That's what I want to say a minute ago. That's fair. Don't sleep. Don't sleep on the Dolphins. They're good. Brian Flores, Coach of the Year? Yes, I'd be cool with that. I mean, I nobody thought the team was good. Excuse me. Nobody thought this team was going to be good, and now they have five wins. I mean, or, look at the look at the yeah. rest of their schedule right here. They're playing the Chargers, Broncos, Jets, and Bengals over the next four games. We could be talking about a 9-3 and three Miami Dolphins team in four weeks. Yeah. I mean, it's between him and Mike Tomlin, I think, are the only. That's Future NFL Hall of Famer Omar Epps to you. What? Oh my god. Come on, Alex. It says he looks like Omar Epps the actor is what he's saying. Which I know, but like it's accurate, but wait, that he looks like Omar Epps or that he's a Hall of Fame coach? That he looks like Omar Epps. Obviously he's a Hall of Fame coach. Do you not know who Omar Epps is? Yes, I do, and I don't recall him looking like wait. He kinda does, bro. Wait a minute, let let, let me let me get That's been a thing for like that's been a thing for like ten years. I do not work. I do not think he looks that much like him. But I Omar guess- Epps was in House, bro. I yes. know he. Was if you look up, if you look up Omar star. Epps in House, like take any photo of him from House, he looks like Mike Tomlin. Right, that that on, has been a joke for like almost side ten by years. Side photos. Look, they're the same person. That I'm convinced. Okay. okay, that. Yes, they are. Though they look, they look like like if you look up, it says related. Like if you look up. Omar Epps and Mike Tomlin, one of the requests is like related. Like they look they look like they could be brothers. They're they easily could be brothers or cousins. Easily cousins. You can, right. you, we can debate brothers, but easily cousins. There's right. there's this one site. Oh my god, that is I was about to say there's one site that has just two pictures of Omar Epps, but one of them is Mike Tomlin. Let's see it. Let us see it. Let us see it. I was like, that's no way that's Mike Tomlin on. No, those are both Omar Epps, Davis. No, they're not, bro. Yes, they are. You, oh, you're so stupid. Oh, it did. It got me. It got me. <laughs> See, you don't know. That's the I crazy part. I looked at it. Up. I was like, that's Omar Epps both times. I was like, wait a second. Is that actually? <laughs> okay, but they do look alike. They, they, they look alike. Those are both clearly photos of the same person. That's not, though. I mean, they still look alike, brother. That... 
Uh, okay. If Mike Tomlin got a haircut in that photo. I did look him up, and I mean they look somewhat similar. But Alex, to... Alex, don't be, don't, don't let this be the hill you die on. Don't do it. I've died in a bunch of stupid hills this year already. This one's probably one of the dumbest because, like, me and Jared are in agreement that they look alike. And look, you're just... it is, it is relatively accepted in the. I'm gonna say it. It's relatively accepted in the black community that they look, <laughs> they look alike. <laughs> I'm gonna just say it. it. I'm gonna just say it. I didn't know any other way to put it. All right, but it, it is, it is, it is accepted that they are the same person. And that they that they some that they that they sometimes switch places because they get bored. Yeah, if there's ever a movie about Mike Tomlin, Omar Epps needs to play him. It's like Freaky Friday Part Two, but it's different. That was a there was a miss. No, yeah, I mean, all right. So, back to what I was saying. Future Hall of Famer Mike Tomlin. Uh, I mean, he might win Coach of the Year if they go like thirteen and three. So, I mean, it's between those two, um, and then. I guess you can throw McDermott in there. Uh, yeah, he's, he's done really well. That one, that one is easy, but it's that one's is not you know as a uh, as not as much of a like a eye catcher because again the Bills were already good. Not yeah, better. Here, Alex. Here's like a meme from like 2010 saying I'm not over else with Mike Tomlin. It's accepted, brother. <laughs> it's it's accepted. <laughs> it is facts. Okay. All right. All right. I, I apologize. It had, it had the bottom text, bro. Look, I apologize. I apologize for contradicting both of you. Clearly, I'm not allowed to do that. Sorry. Um, oh my gosh, Alex is trying to make it about a. Oh my. No, I. I that was. I'm not allowed to contradict you because this is a dictatorship now. I can't have a difference of opinion. So just sound like. Joke, Davis. That was. That was. That was weird, but okay. I'll, I'll let. I'll let it ride. <laughs> um, um. What was I gonna? Oh, did you guys see that? Uh, t- Mike Tomlin. This is his 14th straight. Uh, winning season. Which is tied for the most ever by a head coach. Future NFL goat? Hall of Famer, Mike, Mike Tomlin. Tomlin. The goat? No, but the best part about it to me is that the other guy who has that record tied with him is Marty Schottenheimer. Don't bring that name up. He's a good coach, but, like, that's just crazy to me. Like, not Belichick, not, you know. And not, Belichick, Belichick's not getting that extended this year. No, he's not. But actually, wait a minute. Maybe it was 14 to start a career or something. Because Belichick... Well, no, had... Belichick had that season where Tom Brady got hurt and Matt Castle started. They still but went 10-6. Yeah, they still oh, went 10-6. They, they did. Maybe I thought, it was, I maybe thought it was they the went lower than that. I'm going to look and see if it was to start a season because... Oh, but, yeah, to begin his career. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. But... Yeah, I was gonna say, Belichick had 20. Mike Tomlin... Mike Tomlin... Mike, he's, what, he's, what, 55? He's not even that old. No, he's not. Uh, let me let me see his age. This man but, easily says twenty years ahead of him. Tomlin, it was very interesting because you know he starts out his career. He's forty-eight. Jesus. How old is he? He's forty-eight. 48. Oh my! What in the world? He's gonna be coaching for twenty-two more years. Well, to be fair, what the Steelers haven't fired a head coach since what? Uh, the seventies, eighties. He's been coaching since ninety-five. He's been coaching since he was twenty-three. Since I was born. And he and he took over the job in two thousand and seven, which I remember. Um, I'm gonna Google the Steelers head coach thing and see what happens. But but the, um, the Steelers are, the Steelers are not fired head coaches like the seventies or eighties, which is I believe the longest streak in NFL history because they always find good coaches. Like all right, let's see. Yeah. What's the head coaches we got? All right. Yeah, you're right because they they didn't they haven't fired actually since the sixties because they had Chuck Knoll, who is the four time Super Bowl winning head coach and one of the greatest head coaches to ever walk the planet. Invented the steel curtain. You got Bill Cower after the fact, who retired with Jerome Bettis at the top of his game, winning the Super Bowl, I think. And then you've got Mike Tomlin, 
there as well. And I mean, when you talk about dynasties, the Steelers coaching dynasty is is it? It's it's crazy because you know, or actually no, Cower retired the year after the Super Bowl. That's my mistake, not at the top. But it's crazy because. Like when Tomlin career first started with the Steelers, everyone's like, "Oh, he just inherited a great situation because he took over a yeah. team." That, they you know, they, they thought they thought it would be like a Tony Dungy, John Gruden yeah. thing, and it exactly. wasn't. And you know, it was that for like maybe a minute, but then you know, I mean, they Tony been... Dungy has two Super Bowls, and you can't tell me any, any any other way. What? Tony Dungy has two Super Bowls, and you can't tell me any other way. Well, okay, you can say that, but also let's no, not no, 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 Tony no, no, no. Dungy did lose to the Eagles in bad fashion over and over and over again. He had bad, bad beats in the playoffs. Look. As good of a coach as he was, he consistently made mistakes in the playoffs until he beat one of the worst uh, Super Bowl teams that I've seen with the Bears. So I just wanted to point out that Mike Tomlin's been coaching in the NFL since 1999. He was 20—oh, no, 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 2001. That's so two been, years. Uh... Well, still, he's been coaching since he was like 29. That's good. In the NFL. That's but crazy. As far as I can tell, I don't think he he didn't even play in, he didn't even play in um uh, professional football. He just went straight out of college coaching. Yeah, he got the brains. He started so, V he started at VMI, wherever that is. Ah. Uh, Virginia Military uh, Institute. Interesting. Let's see. VMI is Wait, what'd you say, Jared? Jared? Virginia Military Institute. That's correct. Nice. Then he went Memphis. I'm a, I'm a Navy. State. I'm a military brat. I know these things. He went to where? He went to Memphis as a graduate assistant, and then to Good. Arkansas State, and he was wide receiver coach and defensive back coach. Then he went to the Bearcats, and then Wait, he came to the Buccaneers. What What year was he at Arkansas State? 1997 and 1998. Okay. And then he went where? Cincinnati. Okay. And then he and then jumped to the NFL, and he was on the Bucks, the Bucks, Vikings, and the Steelers. And leads one of the best defenses ever with the Bucks. How many? So he won a Super Bowl with the Bucks, didn't he? That means he has a couple of rings, though. He has two. So all I'm saying is, he's also doing it this year with Big Ben, who is being wheeled oh. out of a geriatric ward each game, Sheesh. and Mason Rudolph, who I mean. Decent enough to win games. Uh, I don't know if he's the future for the Steelers, but he's good enough for right now. Yeah, I mean, it. Tomlin has been one heck of a coach, winning uh, 65% of his games since he's been with uh, the Steelers. He's had a couple of rough patches, some 8-8 eight and eight seasons, and he's had some struggles in the playoffs. But again, I mean, you know, he's he's been in the AFC during peak Belichick and Brady years, I would say, from 2007 to 2019. Which, you know, some people say not the peak, but I mean, the Patriots kept winning every single year for that entire decade. So, and on top of that, uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, I was gonna say it, we 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 talk about Auburn's coaching situation. If there was ever a time where I'm like, if we can, if we can literally throw, if if I was a booster and somebody told me we could throw out the most insane contract ever. And give a coach like two hundred million dollars. Who would you get? I go get Mike Tomlin. Seriously? Why wouldn't I? Well, I mean, you know, if if you can throw out any sum of money at any coach, that's your number one guy. Who's better? Nick Saban. Nah. Nah. He said Auburn. He said to hire at Auburn. To hire at Auburn. 
No, I ain't get Nick Saban. I would, I would not go with the NFL Because Nick Saban, no matter how we look at it, Nick Saban's not going to be around for much longer in college football. Mike Tomlin's 48 years old. I would be hesitant to go the NFL to college route. That's why. For I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Because Mike Tomlin is, is a player's coach, which you need in college football. Player's coach? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't, isn't it been the opposite with, like, all the stuff going on with Le'Veon and Antonio Brown? No, they're problem children. That's a difference. All the, all, like, I'm, like, I, I don't deny the, the players that have liked him really like him, but, like, you know. I don't think that Le'Veon and their complaint is with him, though. It's not. I mean, was it not? Oh, wait, no, it was contract-related, but wasn't it? Yeah, he doesn't control that. He's more of a defensive-minded really... coach anyway, so if they had an issue, it wouldn't be with I him mean, over the ha- offense. Ha- over four- over 14 years, do we? can we even remember one player that had an issue with Mike Tomlin? Can we, re- can we even remember one person that has an issue with Mike Tomlin in 14 years? Hmm. Not really. I'm thinking... I'm looking at and and the fact that he was able to control a locker room with Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell in it for as long as he did says a lot as well. That's true. Again, I'm not denying that he's a great players coach. would run through a brick wall for Tomlin. Who said that? <clears throat> the Pittsburgh Steelers, August third, twenty twenty. No, but who? That's like from the Steelers. I, okay, let me. Let me read the thing. Like I, I run through a wall for like Mike Tomlin. Press release by the team or something. That's what I'm asking. Yes. Well, to okay. be fair, press releases can be a little bit scathing after the Falcons released one before Dan Quinn got fired, saying the the, the players were behind him. Yeah, that was that one was tough. That one was a little tough. Uh, but yeah, no. If if I if I wanted to hire a coach, any coach to come to Auburn, I'm I'm trying to get Mike Tomlin. That's interesting. He's a players coach. He's a players coach with a rich NFL history. So recruits would flock to him because he believes that he could they could they could use him as a stepping stone to the NFL. He's a player's coach, so they're gonna love him. I mean, I see no downsides to Mike Tomlin. Any defensive minded, Auburn, we love defense. I don't know how we fix the offense side of the ball, but we'll have good defenses. Well, I do have some people that don't like Mike Tomlin. Ooh, Some minority name. owners of the team wanted to fire him this past year, but Art Rooney signed him. He's like, forget y'all, I'm signing him. I was about to say, Art, Art Rooney don't care about what nobody thinks because the Rooney's have built it. The- they wanted yeah. to fire him after a disappointing playoff exit. Hold up, hold up, hold up. How can- oh, when they lost to the Jags. Yeah, I remember that. How can you be like, we want to fire Mike Tomlin, but the Steelers haven't fired a coach since the 60s? Well, I mean, no, so Jared, that's... At so that that's- at that point, shouldn't you just be like, hmm, maybe the Steelers know something we don't, considering they haven't fired a coach. Yeah, that would be the reason is what, like, because... Um, That's a stupid reason. Well, listen to this, listen to this. Like, some teams do hold on to coaches too long. I don't think the Steelers are that team. I don't listen. think the Steelers are either, but, you know, I mean... I mean, Matt Patricia, I'm looking at you. But, Jared, yes, you also, Davis. you talk about um, success and whatnot, right? And... They, they haven't fired a coach since the 60s because they've been good for the majority of that time. You know, let's let's go look at, say, Chuck Knoll, for example, who was a coach yeah. for 22 years. And they're still good. No, I mean, I know, Jared. I'm saying that it's not a crazy idea that they wouldn't want to fire somebody for having a below-average season because they've always been good. 
No, it is crazy. It, it really isn't that They need crazy. to stop sniffing the paint at Home Depot. Me? No, they? them. Uh, Maybe you too. I don't know. Davis, no. what, what were you saying? You... I have a quote from this article about it. It says, Rooney will not be listening to what folks with no actual power of the organi- organization has to say. <laughs> he said, Even get, if get they technically own a piece of it. And Boba Shett was like, wait, not Boba Shett. That's a baseball player. I thought he said Boba Fett. I was like, okay. Yeah, Boba, yeah, Boba <laughs> Fett. Ed Bouchette said, if limited partners want Mike Tomlin out, Art Rooney will show them the door. He will kick them out if they try to fire Mike Tomlin. If they, Mark, if they want him fired. Art, uh, Rooney's going to be like, oh, you want to fire Tomlin? Just sell me your share of the team. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll fire him if you just give me your share back. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's funny stuff. Uh, long story short, Mike Tomlin's pretty good. Yeah, he, he he's all right, I guess. Most underrated in the NFL. Is he underrated? I feel like he is. Nobody ever talks about him. Fair. I mean, you don't hear you don't hear him talk about a lot, but nobody ever talks about how he has fourteen winning seasons straight. Excuse me. But I feel actually. Like... By the way, guys, um, I'm just looking at it. Is that? Oh, it's not 14 winning seasons. It's 14 non-losing seasons, technically. I mean, because I guess... Oh, I guess so eight and eight. Okay. Eight and eight yeah, is no, not technically went, a winning eight, eight, season. Times. That's important to remember. I'll say that. that That's a key factor. But again... Ah, close enough. Do you know how many teams would, would shoot somebody in the middle of 14th Street? That means they could be eight and eight? Washington would. Jack, <laughs> the Jets. <laughs> yeah, the Jets. Uh, hmm... But that's the NFL week in a nutshell. Uh, the Patriots play the Jets on Monday Night Football, so God help us. I need uh, the Jets Yo, did y'all see Jameis Winston eat a dub? He did eat a dub. He broke it out. I need the Jets defense to give me 15 points. <laughs> I have some bat. First of all, why do you have the Jets defense? <laughs> the first I don't question. Have any- My other defense was Denver. I had to feel like that's better than the Jets. No, Denver got two points and gave 34. Plus... More like I picked the Jets just because I know New England turns the ball over a lot. That's fair enough. That's, that, Alex, that is you want fair. the Titans defense? No. They have the worst third down conversion. They got 13 right points. They 40. got 13 points this week. Really? Good for them. It would be good for you if you just trade. Hey, Davis, do you want Darius Slayton? No. Is Slayton uh, not playing good? He had one point. So. Oh, man. That yeah, sucks. Alex, Alex is trying to make all these trades after I offer him. So. You want Mike Davis again if, if – if Christian McCaffrey didn't play? No. Stop talking to me. Alex, everything talking about fantasy, I feel like you're you're in desperation of something. But I feel like you're doing, you're doing okay. He's not he's not in danger of taking the ACT, so I don't know why he's worried. My, my number one pick towards ACL in the second week. Rest in peace, Saquon. <laughs> yes, it was Saquon. And he was already playing bad anyway, man. Because their offensive line is garbage. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm so... Should have oh picked, picked Dalvin Cook. My saving, yeah, I know. He, I would have traded him Chase Evans if he for Mike Davis back in the day, but he declined it. My hey, saving grace back is in my day. McLaurin. He's my only good player this year. Imagine Which, being your only good player being a Washington football team player. He's got Lamar hey. Jackson too. So yeah, Lamar's been buns. He had like point six points in the first half against the against the Colts. Yeah, and then the Colts blew it like they usually do. Yeah, well, yeah, he did it with eighteen point six. Davis, you win the game. Oh, you win your game. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I won. I'm not taking the ACT, bro. 
I'm not either. Well, actually, I might. I don't know. I'm kind of. You're I'm not, he's Alex. Five. Anthony's taking. He's one and seven. I'm. Oh yeah. Okay. I can't. I can't play fancy football anymore. It's just, just stressful. It's after. Yeah, it is when you have to take the ACT. <laughs> Other I, times it's just like, oh, I'm losing. After we have. What are you saying, Jared? Sorry. After my first year playing fancy football, where I lost in a championship, and then going to NBA fancy, which is weird, and then losing the championship again, and then the following year doing the the Weagle Fantasy Football League that we did, and I don't know if you guys were a part of that. Mm-mm. Okay, nope. but it was, it was it was it was crazy. It was sixteen sixteen teams. Uh, Bryn had the first pick. It should fit Cam. Oh yeah, <laughs> the, the oh, league, yeah. the the whole league fell apart after that. Um, uh, let's see, who ended up winning that? I think I think Javon ended up winning. I remember Jacob and Bay were in there. Me and Carter were in there. Uh, Andy was in there. That was. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about the Andy part. That, that that's too funny. Uh, but I can't do fancy after that anymore. It's I can't do it. I I ended up controlling three different teams at the end of the at the end of the season, and I still couldn't win a championship. Granted, two of them were bottom of the barrel, but even my own team, I, I just couldn't do it. That's tough. It is tough. It was a keepers league too, so I could have brought it back this year, but I was like, I don't want to go through that pain. Ah! And fancy football makes you like root against your own team, and I can't do that. I, that, I that, know. that sucks. I was okay. I was low key okay with the Panthers losing as long as Pat Mahomes got enough points. Wow! Like I didn't want to take the sold, ACT, Alex. Davis sold his soul for an. I'm three and five. Like there's there's like a double edged sword where it's like you know, it doesn't hurt as much if my team loses now because I'm kind of rooting against them sometimes so it lessens the blow but it's also I became what I hate you know that's true fantasy Look, football if, it, sucks. if it was just a regular fantasy where I didn't have to do anything if I lost and I wasn't at the bottom of the league like I am now I would be rooting for the Panthers all the way I wouldn't care but if I if I lost this game this week I would still be in contention for the ACT but I think I'm clear now so neither here nor there Hey, tonight, who's going to win the football game, Patriots or Jets? Let's Patriots. go, Jets. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I think All right. My, my hope is we get like a 3-2 Mississippi State-Auburn-esque game and the Jets don't, defense can Don't you do that. Seconds. Don't you do that. I have a chance. Who, it, it's, it, I, I, I asked this. Sam Darnold is playing today, right? That, that is the thing. Uh, I think Joe Flacco is playing, actually. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm afraid so. Hold on. Let me look at the injury report. He will not start. I just looked it up. He's not. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's not. He, he he's not starting, but he's not on the injury report either. It says shoulder. So is he still kind of like nursing it? He's available. I guess is the word we're going with. Possibly. Sam Darnold looks like such a frat boy. He is a frat boy. Like he looks like he hasn't he hasn't grown out of the frat boy stage yet. Let me. Oh my goodness gracious. I look. I looked at the the Patriots injury report, and I forgot they had a lot of guys opt out of the season. But man, it is long. Uh, Jets. 
Sam Darnold is doubtful. So I guess he is on there. That's tough. Oh, gosh. Okay, but do we see Jarrett Stidham, Auburn's favorite golden child today? Um, Possibly. I mean... And if we do, will he throw an interception? Yes. Yeah. That's 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 a granted. That's a given. If he comes in, an interception is being thrown. We should see, like, Daniel Jones has only had, like, four games that a turnover. I feel like Jared Stidham has none. Hey, J- get this. Jared- Daniel Jones had two games in his career without a turnover. They were both against Washington. Uh-oh. Hey, Jared Stidham's uh, first touchdown was, uh, I believe, to the, I believe it, was, it was a pick six from the Jets. No, what? It was that Chiefs touchdown when he came in when Brian Horner was playing really awful. Oh, was it the Chiefs? Yeah, because he threw that I thought I played the Jets. Like, then we're like, oh my gosh, Jared's hot, and then he threw three straight interceptions. You're like, oh no. Poor Stidham. He will never be the I, same. Honestly, honestly, I feel bad, but then I remember the Tennessee game, and I don't feel bad at all. So, you know, therefore it's kind of it's difficult. I think uh I think his chances in New England are probably dwindling. As like we no speak. AFC East fans feel bad about Brady losing thirty eight to three last night. I don't feel bad about Stidham. Oh no, that. not at all. I, I picked the Buccaneers and I laughed. That's exactly. funny. That's funny exactly. stuff. It's... it's a twist of fate. That's poetic justice. I don't. I don't care at all about Tom Brady. He has the Super Bowl rings. Okay. By the he... way, um, something else that just occurred to me. So you mentioned the Dolphins earlier. So how funny would it be if the Dolphins managed to steal the division from the Bills? Because that would mean that again, the Colts have still more recently won an AFC East title than the Bills. Well, it's funny, but. I also like the Bills. Yeah. The the Bills are the Bills are like they have a good defense because defense wins championships. And they got the best quarterback in the NFL, Josh Allen. Their defense actually isn't that good this year, Jared. Look, they have the best defense in the NFL. That, and they, they, and are they have one of the worst third down uh conversion percentages against them in history of the NFL. Okay, but seven and two. That's Seven not and two. That's hey, true. when the Colts won the Super Bowl, you know you know what the rushing defense was ranked? Last. It was last. Still won the Super Bowl though. Why didn't the Bears run the football more? It was the Bears. That Rex Grossman and Devin Hester. That was oh, it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was it. And Prince played at halftime. And then the sheet went up during the halftime show and it looked like something you're not supposed to see on TV. Oh. I don't know if you guys remember that part. I, I, Jared, I was six years old. Actually, I was five. Okay, well, watch the Prince halftime show and, and just look up Prince halftime show controversy for Super Bowl, and you'll you'll understand why. Uh, everybody, a lot of there was a lot of pearl clutching from the halftime show. Oh dear. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, there was egad. You know what I'm saying? Do you think they grab it like that, or they just like? It's like. <gasps> You know what I'm saying? <gasps> yeah, you gotta have the deep breath and everything. Oh my goodness, what is he doing? Like that? And then they talk about something about they get into vapors or something like that. No, that's like, that's when they're like fanning themselves. They do after they faint. You find it yet, Alex? Um. I, heard, I thought that was like one of the all time ones. Oh, it was a good halftime show because it was raining. It, it was raining, and then Purple Rain started playing, and people were going, you know, 
ecstatic. Oh. Yeah, now Alex sees it. That's tough. That's this. It's a tough scene. That's a tough scene for my dog Prince, man. That's tough. Wait, I'm trying to find it now. Just, just go to, just type in Prince halftime show. Go to images on Google and. No, uh, I I typed in Prince Super Bowl halftime show mistake, and it's the first photo. <laughs> that mistake. is, man, that's a tough scene. Plus, I know Prince was definitely dropping, you know, dropping some of that good music at the halftime show. So I hate for that. Was it a malfunction? Is the question? <laughs> or did he mean to do it? <laughs> <laughs> the question that everybody that's wrote, funny uh, that's funny i'd laugh at that i mean but, i'm sure uh, people did i, 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 I would have laughed yeah no the best part was was purple rain playing while it was raining and uh, that was that was a great super bowl mm, that was a great super gosh, bowl. i'm tired i'm tired too are we ready to end this i'm yeah, cool i think we got a good show in all right well that does do it for the show today i'm hungry i think i'm gonna I think uh, I'm gonna go cook some bacon wrapped steak. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I'm, put some I'm on there. Put some cheese on there. I'm I'm high rolling. I'll put I I'll, I'll get some crispy onions and I'll put it on there. Okay. I'll be okay. like, you know I'm, what I'm saying? Look, look. Here's something good. If you you get a chicken breast, some cheese, some bacon, wrap it, and then you put some cheese. Like a sandwich? Is that a sandwich or is that like by itself? No, no, no. It's just like you get the chicken breast and you, or you could dice the bacon with the cheese and you put it on top and that is amazing. My dad used to make it all the time. He still makes it. Okay. It do is good. Have, do you guys have anything to say to me before we leave? Have a good day, Jared. Alex? Oh, what? Have a good day to you too, Jared. No, no, it's too late. Nope, doesn't count. Really? You're not gonna, you're not gonna say it? Say the what line, Bart. Say the line, Bart. What line? Say it. He's I, looking at you, Alex. I actually don't know what you're expecting me to say. I'm sorry. I thought y'all were my friends or something like that, but I I guess it's not a thing. I could. I'm about, I don't know, man. If you're talking about Bart, that's the only... <laughs> it's either no, that I, or I, eating I, it's, it, it's not. It's not related to the Simpsons at all, but I'm just saying say the line, Bart. Like, say what I want you to say. I already forgot what we were... What was he supposed to say, Jared? It's both of you. Both of you are messed up right now. What were we supposed to say? Wait, okay. We gotta we gotta run back through this because maybe I can maybe it'll jog my memory. Alex did not say have a nice day. Oh god. Okay, you can end the show. Okay. You're not gonna say it. I don't know. I have to run through it to try to figure it out. I have to do the puzzle. You're not you're not gonna say it. I don't know what you're asking us to say. You're not gonna say it. I'm hurt. <laughs> I was gonna go have some bacon wrapped steak and now I'm hurt. <laughs> and honestly, I don't know how I'm gonna make it through the day today. Jared, what did you want us to say? The question is, we gotta I gotta figure out the context to figure out what he wanted us to say. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention, so I'm not gonna remember the context. If there is one thing I asked you to say related to me, what do you think it's about? Beautiful, stunning. I mean, all that's true. Don't get me wrong. But if I'm asking you, hey, give anything to say to me, and this is the first time I've ever brought it up this year, what do you think is happening? Is it your birthday, Jared? Yes! Happy birthday, oh! Jared! It's tomorrow. <laughs> it's tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. Happy birthday, Jared. You're, I got it first, so... 
It's tomorrow, November tenth. Unbelievable. November tenth, nineteen ninety-five, at six thirteen a.m. Don't lie. In Chesapeake, nineteen seventy-five. Don't lie to the people, Jared. Jared, I'm putting it in my phone. I'm putting it on the phone right now. If we were friends on Facebook, it would, it would tell you. But uh, on November tenth, nineteen ninety-five, at six thirteen a.m. in Chesapeake, Virginia, the world was changed forever. And they said, we don't goof now because we let this dude in. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Thank repeat, you for watching. I have it repeat every year. You see that? Every year. Hey, there we go. There we go. So thank you for watching. Let's take extra fun here on WGL911 and WGLFM.com for Alex Houston and Davis Carroll. I'm Jared Dillard, soon to be 25 and an old crippled man, saying thank you for watching. Let's take extra point here on WGL911 and WGLFM.com.